For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. What time is it? Showtime. The brothers discuss sports and provide betting tips. The best kept secret in sports investing. Please welcome Bolt Brady and his bro. Well, hello out there. Welcome in to another episode of Bolt Brady and his bro. It's the best place to get your sports gambling information. Let's bring in our guy to chat some football about this week. What's happening? Week 10. Just got done uh, pumping myself up for the podcast, listening to some tunes over here. Which is uh, some throwback <laughs> tunes that people could hear. <laughs> You're not really like a current trendsetter with your beats. No, no, I'm definitely not. Um, every song that I listen to would be considered a throwback. You want me to fill them in what we just had going here? Sure, sure. A little Will Smith. Welcome to Miami. <laughs> what, what year did that would that song come out? Is that ninety eight? <laughs> it's not even in the two thousands. Come on, I'm, I'm okay with some old tunes. <laughs> Maybe some old Easy E or something. We're we're going Will Smith. <laughs> well, it, it, it reminds me of when we went to Miami. It's you know, it's all about the memories and the lyrics that he has. They're they're spot on about that place. So we're hyped. We are. Thanks for getting us going, Will. Uh, what'd you think about week 10 there? Uh, well, last night I was watching Big Lamar wrap it up. Oh, is that guy any good? We both liked Lamar. Yeah, we did. And what was interesting about that is, you know, sometimes like it seems so obvious that you're like, wow, am I missing something here? Because uh, once again, the so-called smart money was coming in on the Saints. And I'm like, why i mean i think who they were missing you know andrews and bateman Mm -hmm. yep i get it um but you know they're not missing the most important guy and that no he made it look easy last night because i mean he made it look like the rest of his receiving core was was money yeah i mean you know one thing that i that i noticed again last night that i don't hear people really talk about is the reason why he's so successful is because he runs the option unreal like the RPO in the stomach. Yeah, exactly. So when he goes to do the handoff to the stomach, what his his read is is it's the defensive ends, right? So if the defensive end crashes down like he's going for the dive, like the guy's going to hand off to up the middle, then Lamar keeps it and goes it around the end. Well, Lamar does such a good job of faking that handoff that the defensive end always crashes down and Lamar goes See you later. Mm -hmm. Around the end, and we're off to the races. Yeah, he can make the one juke forward and back and and make a miss, and he's off. Dude, it's pretty legit to watch. So anyway, that was pure domination. I mean, I give the Saints fans props. You know, they were tuned up, and they were in the crowd. You know, they were super loud. Well, that place always gets going, but I mean, they all they could get going was field goals there until the very end. Yeah, so... And also one to, to remember um, for the future. So Dal- uh, Dalton in prime time is nine and seventeen against the spread, the second least profitable quarterback in NFL history 
behind Carson Palmer. I actually heard driving over here, they said if you take in all primetime games, which was even back to some of the playoffs ones, he was 6-20. and 20. They said it's the worst, second worst winning percentage in primetime behind Jeff George. Well, dude, we've got, we got conflicting stats here because mine says Carson Palmer. Yeah, no, I just heard it on Fox Sports Radio well, driving. I, I think Fox Sports might be wrong because I don't know if Jeff George had that many primetime games. That's what I was wondering. I mean, how much was he on the... <laughs> I mean, when he was on the Raids, where was he before the Raiders? Colts. Uh, the Colts, yeah. I mean, dude, how many primetime games did we have? Not many. So Fox Sports, we might have to... Fact check that. Sorry, Bolt dug a little deeper than you. Yep, yep. <laughs> chances are. <laughs> I think Kirk Cousins is 10 and 18 now. Yeah. When the lights are on. Yeah, I think they can put that to rest. Um, Did you see him hyping it up on the plane ride with, <laughs> with, with the jewelry? Yeah, that was awesome. The, he had uh, like the other player's jewelry around his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was awesome. Those guys can crack the bruise on the way home on those ones. Oh, and don't think they're not. Holy cow. I mean, uh, a nice cold brew after a tough fought game. Um, they had him. The commanders kind of had him against the ropes in the fourth there. Well, the only thing that we care about is we gave our listeners the plus three and a half. Mm-hmm. So we'll take the W there. But uh, yeah, they sure did. They sure did have him. But the Vikes move on to seven and one and have to be the least talked about seven and one team of all time. Totally. But, you know, they've always had that. You know, it was the thing that happened to them last year. Last year, they won, They lost the one point um, or the one scoring games, like games within a score. They they lost, and this year they're winning them. They're like 6-1 and one in one-score games. Yeah. And, I guess the fashion of their, their loss against the Eagles is why people don't really trust them still. But, but, you know, you can't ignore what they're doing. No. I mean, they've got solid squad. And then uh, this week, though, they play the Bills. Uh, yeah. Big question mark will be Josh's elbow, which they're kind of being pretty secretive about. Yeah. The line before the season started and the opening line was uh, seven and a half, but it's been bumped down to six and a half. Yeah. I mean, Josh makes a big difference, but do you know who's coming in behind him? Hmm. Big Case Keenum. Mm. who might have some bad blood against uh, the revenge game. Yeah, because they let him go to bring in big Kirk Cousins. And Case had that sweet year where they they had the deep run. Right. Well, and then also, you know, who else might be want to take it out in the Vikes a little bit is big Stephon Diggs because he used to play for the Vikes. Mm, true. And, and they let him go. So, but currently that's a stay away game. Um, one of the bummers for us. How about the Raiders? Incredible. Dude, how many leads can they have, you know, at half or whatever? Well, that's the third game this year, just this year, up by 17 and you lose it. I mean, you're up by 17 and you only have to give up the point and a half. I mean, you've got the two touchdown lead in the NFL. You're sitting pretty good. And then the raids go, well, we were smart the first half. We gave the ball to Devontae eight times um, for over 120 yards and two TDs, and we're smoking them. And then the second half, we throw it to him a whopping one time. Huh. Yeah, you can, and he, he gets steaming after some of these, and he's kind of letting the reporters know, so it gets out there. Yeah, he's like, look, I get it. We got one of the best runners in Jacob, but dude, let's go with what's working. <laughs> Is that what he said? Yeah. Yeah, you got to love the wide receivers. He's like, and I'm, I'm not calling out my coaches or the scheme here. I'm just saying, why would you go away from something that's working so well? Really? He said that. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, he's like, that's another That's code for saying, I'm absolutely crapping on people. Keep giving me the ball. 
Remember when we said that last game? Yeah, he had the one catch against the Saints. And so I said Devontae probably went in and said, give me the ball, and they did, and they're crapping on him the first half, and then the second half they go away from it. I mean, this isn't going to happen much longer before we're going to find another Frank Reich situation and the coach gets canned. Yeah, he's he's going to run out of chances here pretty soon if they don't get it going. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's who faces each other. It's it's the Colts are coming to Vegas, and Vegas is minus six and a half right now. That seems a little steep. I mean, this, this is a stay away for me, but if that got to a seven, I think I'd probably take the Colts. Yeah, there's a there's a couple people I need to kind of stay away from for a second, and the Raiders is one of them. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I keep, I'm always so tempted by their, their talent here, and they just don't bring it home for me. No, I hear it. Yeah, oh. I mean, what, what about the Colts bringing in the O-lineman Saturday to interim? Oh, Jeff Saturday. Yeah, the uh, the old center. I mean, he was the the center for when Peyton Manning played. Mm-hmm. No, I know him. Um, no, no calling plays experience except at the high school level in Georgia. Wow. And um, there's obviously other coaches on the staff that do have calling experience. So yeah, there's Gus Bradley was a coach, and John Fox who had the Panthers and the Broncos job. Yeah. So he can lean on those guys. They do that a lot in the NBA. They bring in like a Steve Nash, but you have like Mike D'Antoni and some of these other guys who sit there and, and you know they can tell him how to run the practice and run the, the offenses and stuff. And he's kind of just the the rah-rah, let's bring this thing together, dude. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen. Um, they might be uh, tanking this one to try to get some draft choices. Yeah, Ursay's the owner, is a, is a bit loose cannon. You know, he they said he kept bumping the press conference last night. It was supposed to be like earlier four or something they kind of pushed it to like the same start time as the monday night football because he's he's kind of trying to hide really hide it and they said it went for like an hour and they just said it had a little bit weird feel to it (laughs) well a little weird feel i mean isn't this the same guy that caught got caught with like a shitload of pills yeah going on a flight like some years back (laughs) He's always got the red face and the nose. Look like he's kind of whacking something back. <laughs> yeah, can't fool us. Can't fool us, big guy. But yeah, it was, it's an interesting call to have this guy step in. So I'd like to see how they perform. Sometimes those guys get the, the locker room to kind of flip it around with some new energy. Yeah. But I'm not touching the Raiders this week. No. Or the Colts. The Colts got boat raced by the, the Patriots. And the Patriots actually, like when you dig into the statistics, they actually didn't do much. I mean, they had a block punt. Um, they had a defensive touchdown as well. So that kind of masks the offensive deficiencies there. So the Patriots didn't play that great either, but they did boat race them. Uh, Jonathan Taylor won't suit up. You know, he's just milking this ankle thing all year. <laughs> he's like, my team's bueno, dude. I'll, I'll just take a little time off here. Everyone's number one fantasy picks just sitting there watching. Yeah, right? I mean, well, and that's the thing. It's like, so it's not Jonathan's fault. It's just like it's not Najee's Harris's fault either. I mean, he's another one that's doing loads. Yep. Um, you know, you can't do anything. This is it. That's why they say it's a team game. I mean, if you don't have guys blocking for you, it's a problem. Big uh, big Tom Braid hung. He kind of. I thought that one was over. And then is I, Tom any good? They got the ball back, and that was a push for me. I took him at minus three, but I, I was happy to take the push. Mm-hmm. We gave that out um, for a best bet, also. So that was my biggest bet of the ball game or of the weekend. The money line, Tom. I was doing it in game, and I'm like, the Rams are so bad right here. Like. The Bucks have to win this game. So 
I mean, let's put it this way. The the Rams had a whopping 206 total yards, okay? And Cup had 127 of them, 68 of them on one touchdown. I mean, it was pure domination. It's just Tampa Bay went from being last year the second best team in the red zone to the third worst. Like, they're not getting touchdowns. They're kicking field goals. And they're in the red zone four times, three field goals. I mean, it's not cutting her. He doesn't have Gronk there to look for, pull some guys away for him. Well, and Mike Evans, like, how many drop balls are we going to have, bud? Every time I tune in, I'm like, dude, like, if this guy hadn't had his past career, you'd be like, who's this sap that always drops the ball? <laughs> Like, get him off the field. So, you know, and then the 409, one of the 409s this week is Scotty Miller, bud. I mean, you drop the ball in the end zone, you know, the drive before Tommy had to save the day. And he jumps up in the air like he's a third grader and tries to catch it with his chest. And you learn in fourth grade, you need to use the hands, Scotty. Mm. Clean it up, buddy. 409. I mean, you could imagine how pissed I was when I had the Bucks money line and Scotty dropped that. Oh, my God. I started cheering when I saw Tommy release it because I saw him wide open. Yeah. And then he lets it hit him in the chest first without using his hand. I mean, Scotty, clean it up, buddy. NFL professional receiver. Well, good thing that the, the Bucks got the ball back with like the 44 seconds. And luckily, the Rams decided to play the soft shell defense and give up the outside so that they could just keep going 10 yards and run out of bounds, 10 yards and run out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was incredible. <laughs> Credible defense there. Right now, the defensive coordinator, people are having small chits with him right now about what in Tar Hill Dickens were you doing right there, buddy? Yeah. So Tampa's heading over to Germany yep. for the Europe game this week. Mm-hmm. Another 6.30 a.m. kickoff for the West Coast people. So now I get to watch 14 hours straight of golf, of golf, of football. Is that any good? Yeah. And this uh, and Seattle just keeps humming, man. They, they took out Kyler and company on the road. They did. That was one of our best bets, big Kyler. Um, and it's, you know, the mistake that I made is... It's not Kyler again. I'm telling everyone that, but he can't make up for the three lost offensive linemen. They had three starters that were out. And like I've said before, if you don't give these guys time, they're in trouble. And it was trouble. Yep. They did a good job on Hopkins there, too. He, he was definitely contained. Mm-hmm. So if he doesn't get humming right now, they don't have much of a passing game. Right, right. Um, they actually travel in to the Rams, and they're getting three points. Um, I do think the Rams is are one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. I mean, Arizona, Arizona's at the Rams. Yeah, Rams are minus three. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, like I said, you know, they had a whopping 206 yards and Cups got 127. I mean, at some point, someone's going to put not two, but maybe three guys on the Cupper and just go, let's see what you guys can do here. But um, historically, McVeigh has just dominated Kingsbury in this matchup. So that's the um, one stay away for me. I mean, Arizona hasn't covered two games in a row here. <laughs> and honestly, if it wasn't for the historical matchup here, I, I seriously would take Arizona here. I mean, the Rams are that bad. They can't move the ball. Mm-mm. In fact, so the Action Network, um, they have some good information sometimes. And um, they can break down like what scores should have been. Like, you know, like like if statistically you do this, if you're in the red zone and stuff. The the game um, between the Bucks and uh, the Rams, it should have been like 27 to 8. 
by how many times the Bucks went into the red zone and how many times the Rams punted and stuff. It should have been twenty seven to eight there. So yeah, kind of things to factor in. The um, yeah, the Arizona and Vegas. I, I needed to like just make myself stay away from him. And then Aaron, I don't want to touch him right now either. Well. I'm going to have to touch him for us. <laughs> and, the, and that's the Monday night game. So there's some interesting... Oh, it is the Monday night game. Eve. Oh, no, no, sorry. It's, okay. a, it's on Sunday at 125. Okay, I was going to say. But, um, well, I'm taking Aaron here. And I think we've actually... I'm going to have to look at our numbers, but I think we've been going with or against Aaron um, at the right time because uh, actually in the contest this weekend, I took Detroit um, against Green Bay. So that worked out nicely. But... A couple weeks ago, we gave out a best bet here when we ticked the 10 and a half against the Bills and we got the W. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, in the contest, I went against Aaron. But how about this one? So Aaron is getting, what are we looking at? Five points? Five, right? five at home. Okay. He's never gotten more than three. Because when I saw that line come out, I go, whoa. Uh, I don't recall seeing anything like that. And the reason why is because we have not. He's never gotten more than three. And how about this? The only time he's been a home underdog is seven times in his entire career, okay? And he's 4-2-1 and one straight up, okay? 4-2-1. and one. He doesn't even need the points. He goes, guys, I'm crapping on this. You guys got to be kidding me. I'm at home. I'm balling. Mm. And against the spread, he's 5-1-1 one and one when he's a home dog. They look terrible. I don't know if you saw. Aaron was actually, I liked it. He had some fire going. He was getting pissed off. The body language and stuff just isn't doing it for me. Well, listen, and it's another thing. Like, Aaron historically does not do, like, that great on the road, but he does not like to get embarrassed in front of the cheese heads. Yeah, but they haven't been as strong there, like, in the playoffs and stuff. They've been losing those games even. That's because they go up against the nines and Tommy. You know, I mean, those are some pretty strong squads there. I'll take him here. (laughs) Aaron, listen, bud, I've got your back. Let's not embarrass anyone again. Let's get after her. Yeah, they're they're kind of depleted. They've had some guys banged up. I think Bakhtiari, the lineman, might be out again, and some of the receivers. <laughs> He's always out. But but someone did say last season it was a national TV game. They had to go down to Arizona, and they were like minus 10 starters. And remember, the Packers stuck it to the Cardinals. Right. Yep, I do remember that. No, no this is when, you know, like I said, NFL teams are like stocks, you know, that you invest in. It's, you know, you want to get in them when they're down low and you want to get out when it's a little high. They're low. I mean, this is the most points ever for Aaron at home. Aaron's at home and he's getting five. Come on, give it to me. Yeah, I mean, we could go back a few weeks ago and you just who we thought was dog water, you know, or someone thought the Jags were legit and and the Bears. I mean, the Bears are starting to actually score some points. Ooh, yep. I know. Um I was telling the boys, first time ever in the other contest this week, I took the Bears. Just, oh. Yeah. I can't remember. I don't know. It's got to, I don't even remember. Literally, I can't. Because it was Trubisk, and then before that, it was What's-His-Name, and I never put chips on those guys. Rex Grossman. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rex Grossman. But, uh, you know, remember, like, beginning of the year, and um, we were knocking how bad the Bears were, but... We weren't saying it was Justin Fields' fault. We're like, this guy needs a little help here. What he really needed help from was the offensive coordinator. And mm-hmm. this guy goes, let's get this guy running. And he had the most rushing yards ever for a quarterback in the regular season. The only reason why it's not ever is because he played for the Niners in the playoffs. Steve Young? Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Against the Packers. Who? 
Um, he got booted out of the league. Basically, no one wanted him after he did a stand when he when he went down on the knee. Oh, Colin. Yep. When Kaepernick went into Green Bay, remember when he ran all over him? Oh, yeah. That's the most yards ever by a quarterback rushing. But that was in the playoffs. So regular season, it's Mr. Fields. What, he had like 174 or something? What? 178. Yeah. Um, and he, he amassed four total touchdowns between passing and running. So, I mean, he balled. He covered. That was legit. And guess what? I'm going back to him. But this time I'm going back to him on national podcast radio. <laughs> <laughs> We're going minus two and a half Chicago Bears versus the Lions here. Yeah, I, I see it. It might be at three for some places now already. Mm. Bears are at home. They are at home. Yep. And they're facing Detroit and Detroit is garb. Yeah, they're struggling. I mean, they beat the Packers with the Packers. Aaron gave the ball away at the two there. Well, so remember I was talking about that that article that I read that, you know, when they factor in what the score really should have been. Green Bay 25, Lions 16, because um, Aaron threw two picks in the red zone. Uh, He had three interceptions total, the third one just being outside of the red zone. Two other times they got to the red zone and they had to kick a field goal and um, turnover on down. So they were dominating them. Um, It just didn't work out that way in the scoreboard, which is perfect um, because... That's why I like Green Bay, one of the reasons, and why I'm going against Detroiter here. Sure. Yeah. The NFC North. Yeah. It's, it's your new favorite division to bet on. <laughs> Wherever we find value. That's right. What'd you think of uh, Miami just keeps putting points up? They, they are fun to watch. Yeah. It's amazing to me. You know, I like two and stuff. I just, it's really, for someone to be so successful and just not have a very strong arm. I mean, like, I just can't remember in recent memory, like, an arm. Like, you don't have to have a cannon or anything but i mean he has just no zip on it um i think it really 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 helps to have the tyreeker on the squad big time i mean does that guy open things up for him uh, yeah he's on pace to go over two thousand yards as receiving so yeah yeah um so they keep humming who do they play this week cleveland's coming to miami oh yeah so i mean minus four dolphins yeah you know cleve's just gonna try to run the ball and control the clock um, I think they were off last week. They had to buy. Right. So they get extra time to prep there. I mean, I would lean with Cleveland there because uh, the Chubber is just unreal. Yeah. He's tough. In fact, speaking of Chubber, someone came at me in fantasy and they wanted, because um, I've got Cordero, and you know what I think of Cordero. Mm-hmm. And someone offered Najee for it. And I was like, come on. And then I noticed they had Chubb. And I'm like, I'll give you Cordero for Chubb. <laughs> I mean, but they turned it down. Cordero of the Falcons, mm-hmm. number 84. <laughs> yeah. You're running back. <laughs> he might need to change the number, too. <laughs> you, We can have him and uh, Christian McCaffrey sit down in the offseason to talk numbers here. Yep. But we did have one of our listeners, Court. Court did uh, get in touch with us, and he highly agreed that McCaffrey needs to change the number. Our boy Court did reach out. He's like, I got your guys back on the number change. <laughs> The 23 is not cutting it. (laughs) Speaking of the nines. Okay. So, I mean, you know, we probably, it's easiest for us to follow them more than any other team because, you know, we're in Northern California with them. Um, This line, they play the Chargers and it's, did you see the line? 
It's at minus seven. Yeah. Now listen, we talked about like in the nines. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they go to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm very high on the nines after they got the CMC. Um, but the line before this, before the season started, because remember, you can actually put money on games before the season starts. So they have the line for every single game was a pick em. And now this line is seven. Um, that's just too many points. What I'd like to recommend is paying rather than 110 and getting seven points, pay 120 to 125 and make it the seven and a half. Chargers best bet, seven and a half. Um, seven points in the NFL. I mean, I think the Niners are better, and I know the Chargers are banged up, but the Chargers have, you know, Eckler, and they've got a legit quarterback. Like, that's just a lot of points. And they're all, they're always in the game. You know, they can be disappointed at the end of the games, and they give away leads, and they let you down sometimes. But they are solid. And my boy, big Khalil Macker, does not quit. Yeah. Did you see him rip the ball out of that receiver's hand? Yeah, he balls. He does ball. Um, I mean, yeah, that's the thing is like, it wouldn't be shocking if the Chargers beat the Niners, right? I mean, there's no way you'd be like, wow, I'm really surprised there. So if you have that situation and you're getting the seven and a half, seven, seven and a half, I mean, I'll take her. Yeah, they just thought they looked so good the last time they were out and it's coming off their bye week. They probably think McCaffrey knows a little bit more of what, what's going on here with the offense. But Chargers aren't, they're not terrible. You yeah. know, I like the Chargers. They, they just, the receivers were both out, Williams and Keenan. I don't know who's coming back, if any of them are this week. But, yeah, that's a lot of points. I mean, I just wouldn't be surprised, right? The Chargers come out, and they probably get, like, the early lead. And then it's, like, a close game the whole time. And then, you know, the Nines pull it out at the end with, like, a field goal to win it all. Mm-hmm. That, so um, that's a best bet for us here, the Charge. That's this Sunday night game. Oh, even better. I mean, I like taking game. I like taking the points when I know people are going to be fired up for the night game. Um, yeah, that is the five, the five twenty West Coast. Yep. Is there uh, who else do you like this week that's standing out to you? Well, going back to the well here again. Um, so you know, uh, the Commanders. I, I knew you were going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I've got them too. Uh, well, I, I, that's another one I need to check our record taking them because I think we fared pretty well with them. I mean, the ten and a half, uh-huh. Jim Christmas. I mean, before the season, it was three and a half. So this has gone up a full touchdown. Again, referencing that article that I read, um, when Philly played Houston, the score should have been only twenty three to twenty two based on the stats. Ten and a half in a divisional game. I mean, I know Philly's better, but get serious. Right. I mean, Commanders, best bet, ten and a half. Philly's got to get caught here one of these weeks, too. You know, divisional opponent or not, I just, there's, you think they're going to run the table? I mean, no, they did show their schedule like the remaining games, and it doesn't look too difficult. But yes, I'm with you. They do need to get caught with the pants down here one of these days. Maybe, maybe the Commanders or the Cowboys at home can get them. I mean, Washington's on the road here. This game's in Philly. Right. Yep. Um, you know, one of the uh, one of the things that I... Oh, how about this? I saw this for a stat because you know how there's been a lot of unders this year and stuff. So it's the fewest TD passes in the NFL since 2011. Isn't that crazy? For the quarterbacks, numbers are down? Yeah, but I mean, I guess if you look at like Tom and Aaron and stuff like that and Stafford, you know, that would make sense. Huh. 
Yeah, and then speaking of Aaron, um, so how about his next three games are the Cowboys, Eagles, and Titans, and those three teams' records put together, 19-4. and four. Jiminy Christmas. Yeah, yeah. the Titans put up a good fight there against KC. Oh, wow. So um, I, I took the Titans, actually, in the... Uh, it was a big spread. Yeah, the contest games, and um, actually gave out the Titans on BetQL, um, if you guys ever listen to the radio station BetQL, I, I go on there on Saturday mornings. But uh, I gave out the Titans the plus twelve and a half, and wow, we'll take the W there. But that was ugly. I mean, he didn't even yeah. complete one pass to a wide receiver. Willis, yeah, yeah, not one pass to a wide receiver. I mean, <laughs> is this uh, Oklahoma nineteen eighty five run the wishbone? Jim Christmas. Yeah, but obviously their defense was was doing a good job containing Patrick and company. Well, Patrick had to bring it. I mean, he had to use the feet to get out of there. Mm -hmm. That's the other thing is uh, I noticed Patrick is the line. They they play the Jags, and the line's nine and a half. Um, I would have to lean with the Jags there. Yeah, back at KC's at home again. Yeah, I mean, it's not a best bet, but... You know, KC doesn't put that much margin on people. Sometimes they do, but it's not very often. Right. Well, so the other team we're talking about here, the Titans, um, they've got big Russes coming back off the bye. Denver's going down to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And Denver's getting three. I, I kind of feel like Denver might come out of this looking a little better than they have been. Um, I wouldn't go against that. I mean, I just, uh, dude, if it's Willis, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> I mean, that's the no brainer. Right. But Tannehill would be a stay away for me, you know. But I think uh, Derrick Henry can put those naysayers to rest Jeez. that he's lost it. That's right. what people are saying, you know. It's incredible. These guys come off major injuries, and people just expect them to rush for 200 yards right away. But I did say, because um, my oldest son, that's his favorite player, he was actually Derrick for Halloween. Um, I thought he looked not in a bad way. He looks more slender than he had next time take a gander at him henry yeah not not too much he's still pretty big no i know i'm just talking like 10 pounds i'm not i'm not it's not in a bad way or anything his pipes look a little bit smaller that's what uh, you know i noticed i was watching the ravens last night and when they start the season and they work out that that three months before and get yoked lamar looked bigger but like last night he looked a little thinner than when he started the season because I bet they don't pump as much. Well, you know what? You're right. It's super hard to keep weight on during the season. Um, that was the benefits of playing during the season is you could chow like McD's and whatever as much as you want. So I think from two months ago or something, they might lean up a touch. But, you know, they have to stay somewhat where they were to start the year. No, I know. I just he didn't look like quite like the beast that he has in the past. But I mean, it's yeah, still working. Obviously, those guys, they're just in trouble when they're when he can't be on the field, you know, at the end there because they got to throw it. They're running out of time like he's your best player and he's not even out there. Well, yeah, they bring him out for the passing um, situation situations a lot but yeah i mean listen dude you're not going to get away with not getting a completion to your receiver i think they had one first down in the second half Mm -hmm. so that doesn't bode well for kc really either (laughs) i mean jim christmas the the saints had actually been looking okay you know before last night and they go to pittsburgh uh, and they're minus two and a half at Pitt. Pitt had a buy, mm-hmm. but I'd come back to the Saints here. I would have to disagree with that. I think I would take the points there. I think that'd be a good teaser option as well, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, tease that up with the eight and a half. Who, why don't you give me some other ones out there? I'll throw a tease out. 
some other games. Who would be another person there that'd be good to tease? Uh, what about the New York Giants or have Houston coming to town? They're nah. minus six and a half. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> uh, what else? Who else do we have in the like the two to three range here? Tampa Bay's two and a half against Seattle. Yeah, too bad they're not. Or too bad they're favored though. That's the problem. Um, oh, so that means that Seattle will get the points. Jeez, that might not be a bad one. But I no, I don't want to. You never know against. Oh, okay. well, your Bears are minus three. No, 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 no. How about this one? All right, here's the teaser. Steelers update and a half. And are you ready for this one? Get serious. Give me Aaron Rodgers plus the eleven. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> there it is. That's the tease. Lock it in. For our boy Mike, right? Yep. He always likes the teaser. <laughs> Clarification. <laughs> why don't you why don't you wrap up your NFL ones here so we can clear them up? All right. Commanders. Here's the best bet, ladies and gentlemen. Commanders plus ten and a half. Let me touch on that teaser we just mentioned. Steelers up to eight and a half. And Aaron in Green Bay up to eleven. We also like the Chargers by the half point to seven and a half. And then we also like Green Bay standalone plus five. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. What uh, what are we looking at for the college game? Last week was a beautiful college game. Thank you very much. Yep. Notre Damer. Yep. The quarterback for Clemson, DJ, showed his true colors, guys. Little garbage. DJ overrated ukulele. And that was blowout city. Um, so this week... It actually brings a basher into play. What do you guys think happened after LSU beat Bama? Holy cow. Even Jarvis Landry posted on Twitter because, you know, he used to go to LSU. He goes, wow, that was a good time for all of us last night. I mean, I can't even imagine how many fireballs they had. <laughs> your your fireballs. Right? I mean, there was some serious tuning going on. They had a decent time. They roll over into this week feeling bueno. Head is still probably pounding, and they travel into Arkansas. Arkansas plus three. I'm sure everyone in the world is going to take the LSU Tigers, but we're not. Arkansas plus three, Bashers Award, LSU. I like it. Yep. All right. We also uh, don't forget the Twitter and Instagram out there because he keeps Bolt keeps updating things over the course of the week or game day. It's at Bolt Brady Picks. You can check out some info there all the time. And don't forget to write reviews on Apple Podcasts for us. That hooks us up. We appreciate it. I think that'll do it for this week. Unless you have something to add. That's it. All right. We'll catch you guys next time. See ya.